On today's episode, we have another edition of our Keep It, Fix It, or Burn It segment. And today we are talking about the Muppets Courtyard. This is episode 31 of the Diz Dudes podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I am joined, as always, by my trusty co-host, Mr. Jeremy, I don't know his middle name, I was going to put something in there, but Jeremy Stein. So, uh, Jeremy, how are you doing? I am doing very well. My middle name is, is nah, I'll save that for another time. I was going to say, I have no clue why, I was going to say Bartholomew, just because I thought Jeremy Bartholomew Stein would, would roll off the tongue. That, did, yeah, that totally rolls off the tongue. That's, <laughs> that, that's perfect. I'm sad that it's not now. You should um, change it to that. I think it'd be, yeah. it, it would fit you. And you could go short. You could just say, I, I go by Bartholomew. Yeah, that would be good. Maybe I'll just change it to that. I like that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm middle name, good. Middle though. names are interchangeable. I know. Yeah. It, you could just make one up. Nobody would really know. No. I, I hate mine. I feel like it's just like a it's a redneck one. I'm not going to tell you what it is, though. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you later. I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to make them guess. Perfect. I like it. Yeah. So how are you? I know we've both had kind of hectic uh, work days. So I'm excited. I'm excited to be recording. I'm excited for Disney to talk Disney and to talk, um, especially this Keep It, Fix It, Burn It uh, after just having a kind of long, hectic day. So this is good. Yeah, I agree. It's been a while since we've done one of these. Yeah. These always seem to rile people up a little bit they one do. way or the other. And they uh, they're fun. And yeah, today was just meetings and one of those busy days. So yeah. it's, it's nice to... Uh, and we recorded yesterday for... I was a guest on your show. Right. And uh, so it got me mixed up because in my mind, I was like, oh, we recorded this week. And then I was like, wait a minute. And we didn't. Oh, threw so, me off completely. Yeah. And I, I being... Yeah, today's already tuesday so yeah it's, it's always good to record see it's one of those things where recording podcasts is relaxing actually it really and, is and yeah. fun yeah this will get me through the uh, rest of the evening <laughs> which we're also recording in the evening and we normally record all around like lunchtime so this is true yeah w- this is a late i actually just ate it's like uh five o'clock here i didn't eat until like four so yeah i'm good now i wasn't good like an hour ago but <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm ready i'm ready to roll so i'm glad we got you um, full of food yes i am too i I would I would be okay, but I'd probably be sure like really short tempered for random reasons. Like you would make a point, and I would just be like, I strongly disagree. Oh, totally, nothing. yeah, totally hangry. Yeah, uh, but before we get to the uh, crust of the episode, is that right? Crust or the meat of the episode, whatever meat. it is. Uh, just want We're to remind in the you crust guys, right now. I feel like. Yeah, I, well, I feel like there's a saying there, but I can't remember. I now. can't. Think yeah, of this is either. the crust. And before we get to the <laughs> meaty part of the episode, this has gone off the rails already. Uh, just want to remind you guys to be sure to check out. Some of the other shows on Capture the Magic Network. Uh, we've got the, um, uh, obviously this show is every Wednesday, but we have Capture the Magic podcast with myself and my wife, Jamie, on Mondays and Thursdays. And Jeremy and his lovely wife, Rhonda, uh, record or have shows come out every Tuesday and Friday. And uh, if you have not done so, if you'd leave us a review and subscribe to the show, it always helps us to keep climbing up the charts. And uh, we, we like to hear good things. On both shows. Well, on all the shows. but um, <clears throat> And, yeah, it helps us grow and all that stuff. All right. So I've, that's all I've got unless you got anything you need to throw in there, Jeremy. Nope. Nothing. All right. That was almost like a Jeremy-Jamie hybrid, which you just called me. I don't know what it was. It was like Jeremy. I was something different. I don't know. Did I call you something different? It, was, it sounded a little bit like You guys are just morphing Jeremy into and one Jamie person. into one person. <laughs> it's all the J's. <laughs> it just ended up in one text thread on the phone somehow. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jamie would hate that. Uh, <laughs> all right, so today we are, we haven't done one in a while. So if you're not familiar with what this is, it, we call it Keep It, Fix It, or Burn It. And what this is is essentially we look at a ride, an attraction, a land, a hotel. It could be basically anything. We look at it and we say, do we keep it as it is? Uh, do we Do we fix it? Do we do some sort of renovation on it? Or do we just burn it to the ground and start from scratch? Um, so it burned it to the ground might be, uh, it might sound a little hyperbolic, but the first one we ever did was on country bear jamboree and I fully felt we should burn it. So still do. So that's why we have here. So today we're going to talk about the Muppet courtyard and we decided to go with Muppet courtyard given some of the recent news, which first was that pizza Rizzo was closing down. And then I read today where it's just seasonal yeah. until the spring until but Galaxy's I feel like, edge. I heard. Until Galaxy's Edge opens, it was going to be seasonal. It's one thing I read, but it's still yeah, hard to tell. It seems, though, anytime a ride or anything falls into seasonal, it's basically like it's on its, it's in hospice, yeah. apparently. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. on its last leg. So uh, I kind of, that kind of lends us to that. So instead of just – we were going to just do uh, the Muppet Show, but we decided to do the whole courtyard given everything up there is kind of in flux. And with Galaxy's Edge opening up, uh, you know – a little bit over a year from now, there could be some stuff I'm sure Disney is already looking at. So this kind of what brought up this episode. Yeah, I'm I'm very, very excited about this one, like more so than I should be, because I think this is we're going to have some slightly uh, differing opinions. And um, that's going to be good for good for everyone listening, I hope. <laughs> this is true. All right. Uh, so before we get into our our you know, discussion about what to do with it. Let's get a little bit of background information on just the whole area. Um, so, Jimmy, do you know when Muppets Courtyard was built or the Muppets 3D was built? Yeah, so it was um, actually it was in 91. Uh, so May of 91 is when Jim Henson's Muppet Vision 3D actually opened because um, Muppets Courtyard was originally considered more of what is now Grand Avenue. But this this open, which was two years after um, MGM Studios opened, um, so this has been around for quite some time. And then later, I think it was when they kind of rethemed a few years ago that they technically then called this Muppets Courtyard, because was that around the time Pizza Rizzo then opened? Correct. After being yeah, Pizza converted? Rizzo was 2016. Is okay, when that yep, reopened. So right around the... that same time was when yeah. they renamed everything to Muppets Courtyard, because now you had Pizza Rizzo and you had the Muppets 3D um, show. Which may, yeah, makes sense to put it in there. Because before that, it was actually uh, Pizza Planet yeah. was where Pizza Rizzo is. And that was built uh, in 96. So oh, it, has been wow. a, it was around for a while. But the whole being terrible pizza and it's still terrible pizza is kind of held true. <laughs> At least that's been consistent. <laughs> that uh, never but changed. Yeah, so that's, yeah, originally it was, which is weird enough that they would take that out and then after they take it out, then they build a whole Toy Story land, which is right. a little bit ironic. Right. Not in the same area, but um, but yeah, so that's kind of the history back there. So it's it's the whole area's been there for a while. Yeah. And, you know, it, ironically enough, anytime you bring this up, and not really ironically, I mean, I get it. Anything with Disney World, people have strong opinions on. You get a lot of people, and some rumors have come up about, you know, the Muppets show going away, and you always have a lot of people that um, definitely don't want that to happen. But... Um, given what's going on at Hollywood Studios, and we're kind of getting a good idea of the direction of that park, it at least makes you wonder. Yeah. And so that's kind of what we're going to discuss. You know, this whole idea of this segment is 
if Bob Iger were to call us and say, Jared and Jeremy, what do we do? Uh, this would be like if we're tasked with this, this is kind of what we're, our thinking would be. Uh, and maybe some of it's a bucket list, but, you know, what would we do with the area? So yeah. with all of that said, what is your – Mr. Jeremy Stein, what is, what is your proposal for the Muppets Courtyard? Bob Iger is calling. What, what are you telling him? Um, the, <laughs> mine, I think surprisingly, is that I'm going to fix it. Um. So you want to keep it Muppets? Yes, I would. I would keep it Muppets. And here is my thought. Now I'm talking fix everything, um, and I'm even going to dip into Mama Melrose, and I'm going to talk a little bit about Star Tours as a part of this. Even okay. though I, 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 I guess Mama Melrose might be considered in the Muppets courtyard, but it's nothing Muppets based. And obviously, Star Tours has nothing to do with Muppets. Um, and if you go back to episode 19, we did a keep it, fix it, burn it on Star Tours. The only reason we did that, because we both love the ride, we would be okay if it really didn't change, is because there isn't uh, a continuity between where Star Tours exists and where Galaxy's Edge is opening. So as much as I love Star Tours and I don't want to see it go away, I think that that breaks the storyline. So that's why I'm going to include it and say that this could be part of the fixing. Um, And for me, the overall fixing, and I'll go through it real quick and then we can kind of discuss, but... Uh, you give an update to Muppet Vision 3D. Just just update it. You know, you can get some new technologies with 3D. 3D. Uh, you can update the story. That one, not too bad. Um, Pizza Rizzo, I really don't think you need to change much except the menu. Bring in good, fast-fired pizza. Um, and I, I think you could even take from some of the things that are at Mama Melrose's because I'm going to gut Mama Melrose and put in a sit-down Muppets restaurant which was in some original plans decades ago. Um, they did have plans for a sit-down Muppets restaurant um, that sounded absolutely incredible. And I, I think that you could have a sit-down that wouldn't be revolved around Italian food the way that Pizza Rizzo now could be as a quick service. Um, you have your little Christmas shop there, which could probably still exist, and you have that uh, Muppets store, so that doesn't need much. Then I'm if if we have to put everything together and we got to break Star Tours away from Galaxy's Edge, in uh, some of the original plans as well, decades ago was a great Muppet ride, that goes into where Star Tours is and that's completely rethemed and now we have a cohesive land that is Muppets based, and it fits along with what they're doing everywhere else, which is kind of putting you into the movies or into the story. Um, so I think it then fits what they're doing at Galaxy's Edge and what they're doing at Toy Story Land. Um, and you just do it upright, and it's zany and kooky, and it's very Muppets. And you even bring um, Beaker and uh, Dr. Bunsen over, the animatronic over from Epcot that sometimes premieres. Um, and you bring that over. So you actually have some roaming characters and some things to interact with. And I actually think you have a really good land, whether you're a Muppets fan or not. So would you, I'll play devil's advocate. Let's say we're looking at this and, and someone was saying the, the, cause I, I don't, I don't dislike that idea, but the devil's advocate side would be what about the fact that Muppets is sort of a you can argue a, a franchise in decline. So is expanding, giving it more, even, you know, taking into star tours and making it even more of a, a whole area. Is that something that people are wanting? You think 
Uh, it's a tough one because I think we're still at a point now where people that are around our ages and potentially a little bit older still do have some nostalgia and some stuff for Muppets agree completely going forward. I don't know how much Muppets we're ever going to see again. Truly. Um, I don't even know if that Muppet baby show is still on Disney that they created like a year ago. I honestly I think don't know if it lasted. I think that's still on cause I saw an ad. Yeah. Um, because we're um, always watching something Disney, but I'm pretty sure it was it was it's still on at least. Okay, so I, I mean they're trying to get it some to the younger generation. What you're saying is is accurate. It's completely accurate. I, I I don't know if it's had enough of a following that it's an IP that kind of lasts forever. Because you know if if Toy Story four wasn't coming out, if they had stopped with Toy Story three and that was it, right? franchise is over they never make another toy story movie they never make a a made for tv 30 minute special or anything i still think that's something that could live on for a very long time and i think the muppets can as well i mean i do think that it has been a big enough ip in the past i do think that people love jim henson and his work enough um i think the muppets can still you know i could i can show the girls the they liked the new muppet movies that came out the last two um so they still resonate with it. I think more of the issue would be 20 years from now. And that's where I think your point is very valid. Will it, will people, will it matter? You know, I, I don't know. Um, but maybe this is where it lives on. And this is where it gets new life and it gets new birth as opposed to making a whole bunch more movies, you know, cause you can go back in the Muppets vault and there is a ton. Um, so maybe this is what brings it back. And then who knows, maybe it can reboot the movie franchise. I mean, I loved the one that Jason Siegel did. I, I hated that they got rid of him for that Muppets most wanted. Um, I thought his movie was brilliant. Uh, they brought in, um, what's his name? Uh, God, is it Jermaine from flight of the Concords who wrote the soundtrack? I mean, the soundtrack is really brilliant. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a good, good Muppets movie, I think. Um, and I was so hoping it was going to revive that franchise it didn't because of whatever issues with Jason Siegel. And then they made that Muppets most wanted and now just nothing since then. So that part to me stinks, but um, I think your point is, is quite, quite valid. Yeah. I mean, in, in terms of personally, would I like more of a Muppets presence? I, I personally enjoy the Muppets. I think they're funny. Yeah. Uh, I always liked, I still like if you, you know, if you did like an animal where he just randomly chimes in and just does his thing, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there is that that show in the Magic Kingdom where they do the pop up sort of history of America yeah. that's really funny and kind of cool. Yeah. So there's definitely a presence in the park, and I definitely like that. I my when I'm looking at this objectively, you know, if Bob Iger came forward and said, you know, okay, we're gonna build something here where we don't want to have to redo this in ten years, right? I probably objectively could not at least the way it's currently stands of say of recommend like more Muppets. Now sure. that's not to say that they could like the thing is too, they've tried to kind of, we, they've tried to redo the revamp the Muppets. I mean, they have, they tried to come out with the show that was on ABC. Um, yeah. it, I watched some of it. It was okay, but they, they hasn't found it's a footing for it in the two thousands. Really? You know what? I think the issue is, <laughs> and this is not to offend this is going to be tough. Um, this is not to offend younger listeners of our show. Offend away. Do it. <sighs> <Just kidding. laughs> I, I, I think that, uh, and I, I, you know, I watch new 
sitcoms and comedies and they're very poorly written they're they they go stuff now i feel like goes for much more of a similar simpler comedy and it relies heavily on um, gross out jokes slapstick um a lot of movies will rely on cursing or just, just things that are outlandish that i think honestly fits a younger generation and just makes them laugh because they don't have to think the muppets is actually really smart comedy like very smart comedy. And I think it's over a younger generation's head. And I think that's where the TV show failed. I think that's where the movies failed is they were trying to adapt to this younger generation that's coming up. And while the older generation or wherever we are, which is, I guess somewhere in the middle now, um, we enjoyed it, but we weren't enough to make it last, you know? And I think that's the problem. The Muppets is really, really smart. I agree, and I think the Muppets always worked well because it was something where, and I think this is where the TV show kind of missed its mark when they tried to relaunch it because it was one where kids could enjoy it because it was Muppets, yeah. But adults would also enjoy it because it was it was. I don't think sophisticated is the right word, but it was um, structured in a way where you could do stuff that adults would find funny would go over kids' heads, and yes. it wasn't necessarily dirty, yeah. It was just stuff that you both could watch it and both get a little bit of different things out of yeah, it. Definitely. And I th- and I, I think I think you're right in given the way that most shows are set up now, they're really not set up in that fashion anymore. Typically they're for one audience or another. You're not gonna yeah. get a show where um you know, say ten year olds can watch it and adults watch it and they both come away thinking that was really funny or I would watch that again. Usually it's one or the other. Um and I I, I've talked about it before. I think in terms of movies in Hollywood, there's a lack of imagination and writing for a lot of stuff, and I, maybe it has something to do with that. But I think that's where the show missed the mark. And, and for whatever reason, I agree with you on a lot of it with that. It is smarter comedy, even given that you know you wouldn't think it would be right, that right. involving Muppets, but it kind of is. In, in the perfect world, the Muppets would... They would redo the Muppets. The sh- a new show would come out, and it would be a huge hit. And it, yeah. I think Disney, for one thing, they would love that because that's the easiest fix for them. Oh, of course. If, if you're Disney, and the easiest fix would be, and what you know, if I'm playing devil's advocate, and I say, okay, we're gonna, we've been tasked to say we're gonna keep Muppets, figure out a way. What I would do is task the writing crew of somebody and say, we've got to come up with a show that is a hit, like yeah. a concept supports it. Because there's something there. There is something in the Muppets. Like I, I just really do think it's something where you can make a show. It's funny enough. The characters are funny enough. You can do that. You just yeah. got to find the right concept. I don't think the way they did it with the night show and it seemed to, it just, I don't know. It just seemed it was okay, but it seemed kind of clunky. Yeah. Um, that's what I would do because if you can get the show to be a hit, then you can just like you said, update Pizza Rizzo where it's got good pizza. Uh, update the Muppet Vision, and then you could easily go into like a Star Tours, and you could even update it, update that to a Muppets because you're going to have Galaxy's Edge, and it's not like there's going to be a lack of Star Wars back there. Right. Yep. So in that scenario, that would be the way I would go about that. Um, but given okay, back where we're now, we don't, we're not in a world that has that. Right. And if this is something yep. that takes place now, my inclination would be. Uh, to just basically get rid of it, take it all out. Um, maybe make it where like the magic kingdom where you've got a pop-up Muppet show 
that plays somewhere because I do uh-huh. like uh, even if they take it away, I want the Muppets in the parks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and they have to basically justify that you know IP in some way. They can't just take it completely away. Um, in terms of what would go in there, you know, I I, I lean toward. I'm torn on this because on one hand, what you say makes a lot of sense. I just would have to have an IP to back that up. Right. Or at least not me. I think that's what Disney wants. Oh, of course. If that wasn't the case and you had to start from scratch, what I would actually do is an Indiana Jones area. Okay. I think there's going to be a new Indiana Jones movie coming out. Uh, I know there's been some rumors of offshoots of different types of Indiana Jones stuff, but... I think you could do, and, and the reason I say this is, if you just kept it as it is, and you, I don't know, you know, if you'd have to take away the stunt show of Indiana Jones, but I think that will go away sooner rather than later at yeah. some point, anyways. You do in the Muppet Theater, you do some sort of Indiana Jones three uh, D show, okay, and then the restaurant you could do. There's a lot of stuff you could do there because Indiana Jones is a world traveler, so yeah. you could do some sort of really unique restaurant in there that has dishes from you know all over the world even make it like almost like a museum where you go in there and you see the the artifacts from indies travels in there and like shout outs to the movies and things like that i think something like that would work because it's only kind of two spots we're talking about so in my vision here i wouldn't expand it out to star tours i think you do something else with star tours because i know we talked about but Galaxy's Edge being there, and then there's a Star Wars right outside of it. There's a little bit of a disconnect. So I think Indiana Jones still has, even though it is for a younger, or not younger, but, you know, people that really like Indiana Jones, like Jamie, for instance, loves Indiana Jones. So like, people our age kind of like it, but there's still movies coming out, and I'm sure they're going to do other stuff with it. I think that would work really well. It would be really popular for the next 10 years, I would say. And the restaurant, I think, could be an actual draw, have good food, and given we know with Star Wars, you know, land coming, they're going to need stuff to absorb people. And basically, this area and Toy Story area is going to almost be like the waiting room for for Galaxy's Edge. Right. There's no better way to do a waiting room than have a really great restaurant that absorbs a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're saying though that you think in your scenario because I feel like we're spreading because we almost have to. Because when right. you look, I mean, that's why I spread it and included Star Tours. But then if you were to include that, you can hit up to Backlot Express. And then on the other side, you have the Stunt Spectacular. So yeah. you're saying, I mean, we think that the Stunt Spectacular could go away. But in this instance, you keep it. And then you would do something with Star Wars up through Backlot Express to to connect that land to Muppets Courtyard, which would now all be Indiana jones themed or you think that the stunt spectacular goes away we stay within the muppets courtyard area and that's your indiana jones like what would i would say you'd get if you would end up phasing out do another type of show where the indiana jones stunt show is i mean and two you it could be something along the same lines but something fresh i mean if if you're talking about absorbing people if you did a new show that would be something new that would draw people in there but yeah i would say just replace the muppets courtyard with like an indiana jones you know, area. And you could, you could theme that out really well to look like you're in the middle of like, you know, any name an Indiana Jones movie, like in the middle of a desert or something like that. There's yeah. something going on there. I, I think you could do a lot of really creative things in there. And the the thing I like about Indiana Jones is it doesn't necessarily have to just, it's not like star Wars where, you know, you're in there with Indiana Jones. It could be almost a subtle thing. Yeah. Um, and you could even set it up 
take a take an idea from the stage show and and a callback to kind of the Hollywood studios of the originality of it of um you could even do like a movie set thing back there even yeah. you know if you wanted to keep the studios element you could do something like that to call to Indiana Jones but it's like you're you know part of a backlot area if you want to keep it I don't know if I would go that route but if you're wanting to kind of keep a little bit of the originality of Hollywood studios you could throw that back there yeah that's true um I would love an Indiana Jones area. I do agree that it actually would fit much better in Hollywood Studios than over in Animal Kingdom where you could switch out Dinosaur to the same Indiana Jones, Jones Indiana Jones ride they have out west. Um, and you could retheme that area, I think, easily. But it is a much better fit in Hollywood Studios because it's putting you in a movie. And that's right. what it's doing. So I, I do think that part makes perfect sense. I will play devil's advocate and say, is that IP strong enough or stronger than Muppets with what we've seen because Crystal I haven't even seen Crystal Skull but it was a flop um, the new movie has been delayed I think a year well, I think it's Harrison Ford got hurt or something yeah there he was something, something along with all that so I, I do wonder now I would love to see a new Indiana Jones movie come out and it'd be awesome and it'd be a hit and everybody love it and it refreshes the IP and then they spawn off I would love it but I, I don't I don't know that it's going to happen um and this, again, in this day and age where you've got stars like The Rock and, you know, I wonder if there's still space for something like Indiana Jones, which, again, I think has more of that 80s, 90s feel. And if they bring it into this um, generation, which I think they try to do with Crystal Skull, it flops. So it's like I, I really I really wonder where something like that is headed. I agree in the way it's in the way it presently is now yeah, there have yeah. been rumors about basically relaunching the Indiana Jones uh, right. franchise right. and I've heard even rumors of like Chris Pratt playing Indiana yeah. Jones which, which I, I would could totally I see. would take in a heartbeat yeah. I think relaunch. given the way that Hollywood is set up now we will for sure see a revamped Indiana Jones in the next 10 years I think it's yes. too strong of a franchise it's got too much even that idea and I, this is an underrated Disney movie that People don't know what we talk about. I love National Treasure. Yeah, yeah. And National Treasure too. Those ideas are like on a on a hunt for artifacts and all these things. Yeah. I, I think there's just something about that that is very um, fun. Yeah. And you don't have to... I mean, part of the, the last Indiana Jones movie it involved aliens. They made it super weird right, and complicated when right. you didn't have to. It's not yep. Marvel. It's just a guy looking for... You know, make it simple. Yep. But... I, I think we could see that, and I feel like Indiana Jones is, you know, compared to like Indiana Jones compared to Muppets, there is going to be a new Indiana Jones movie come out. Granted, it's mm-hmm. going to be Harrison Ford, and he's in his seventies, so I don't know yeah. how that's going to. He's going to have a walker going to find treasure, but <laughs> I, I think it is a more relaunchable <laughs> franchise than the Muppets, considering, you know, the Muppets relies on just the Muppet characters, right? Um, whereas Indiana Jones, if you tie a Chris Pratt or you tie a name a big name actor that movie's almost guaranteed to be a pretty big success oh for and sure. i and i think if you're looking at there's no ips and get and, and the reason we're talking about ips here is because we know that's what disney's sort of going after yeah so if, if we're just playing hedging our bets here there's no really good fit ips here that i can think of and we've talked about marvel and other areas but i think marvel would fit better if once they get those rights down toward tower of terror Mm-hmm. And rock yep. and roller coaster, like, like we talked about. So to me, 
out of all the IPs, it's it's more of a relaunchable IP that has the greater chance for success than the Muppets. And even if you launch it as it is now and they don't relaunch the IP, you still have enough of a nostalgia there, I think, to be a decent draw. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it lasts 20 years, but I think for the next 5 to 10, it's enough there where people would go in and then either you bide your time and wait for another IP that you could put back there that becomes popular or you relaunch the franchise. But I think it gives you a little bit of time and it gives something for people to do. Oh, yeah. No, I, I like I, I want I want more Indiana Jones and it can be the classic. I mean, for me, they could never come out with another movie and I would be OK reliving the other ones. Like I just for actually sure, yeah. I just DVR. They had the the first three were on, I don't know, some channel. I saw my DVR them all and I'm excited to watch them with the girls because they've never seen them. I think they will like them. They will relate to them. I think it has a long lasting effect. Um, I do wish they would reboot instead of making another one with Harrison Ford as like a lead. I mean, it's fine if he has to pass the torch. Um, cause, <laughs> let's say the next one will be like Indiana Jones and the hunt for his dentures. Like what, I mean, what are we getting into here? Uh, the hunt for his hot lunch <laughs> yeah, for Medicare or something. I don't know. But yeah, the, the hunt for, a, um, yeah, old folks home. But, um, I, I would, I, I would like it. Uh, okay. Let's, well, let's go a different route. Cause I think these were ours, you know, we're not even thinking of future IPs that they will obtain with Fox. Um, additional Marvel characters aside, <clears throat> can you think of like a really good Fox IP that they're going to own that maybe still that has good lasting effect or this moving forward uh, that would maybe fit in this area? And they just again they bide their time because nothing's going to happen in this area until way after Galaxy's Edge. I mean, we're you know right. they they just can't afford to they can't shut anything down. Um, but let's just say Galaxy's Edge is. You know, something could open five years after Galaxy's Edge opens. I'm like trying to think of a good Fox franchise, something they're going to have under their belt that would fit perfect in this land and put you in the movies. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, because, I mean, that, that whole thing is finalized and, and Disney's, you know, getting those. Um, right. I mean, I'm, I'm looking. I found a list here. I mean, you've got Planet of the Apes, but and that would kind of fit. Yeah, with good. With Hall, with you know a studio's feel, sure. Um, let's see, Alien movies, which they've already kind of done that. With yeah, the and that's just I, that's too much to still, I think, attract younger children, obviously. But yeah, um, um I, I'm looking at a list here. There's not a lot that I would say are just bankable IPs. I mean, you've okay. got. Um, I'm trying to think of, I mean, there's obviously more. T- I think there's more TV side, right? that they're getting out of this is a lot of it's for the streaming stuff. Yeah. Um, well, and that's their major play. I mean, I don't truly think they're going to bring some Foxy IP in. They're not looking for this for the parks. They made this purchase for their streaming service. Right. You know? I yeah. mean, this, this wasn't I mean, a park move. Yeah. There's, there's the Kingsman movie, but I don't think that's big enough to put into a park. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if anything, I, I would say the strongest contender would be something like planet at the apes, but I don't even know if that is strong enough to really put in the park. So right. it, yeah, I mean, unless something again, we don't know, you know, we're working off this in the next five years, there could be just a monster frozen like movie that is not a, right. not an animated movie that just blows up. Of course. And we're just like, okay, put, it makes sense to put it there. And maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe, I mean, they very well could be playing a waiting game or maybe they've got something down the pipe that they have a lot of, hope for yeah um that they're thinking okay like because you're right they're not going to do anything in the next 
five years, at least from now until two or three years after Galaxy's Edge opens, they're not going to take anything out. They're only going to be adding things in because they're right. trying to put as much stuff in for people to do. That's why you're seeing the the Metropolis go in and you're yep. seeing the new cars dance party and all this stuff. You're going to see stuff like this go in because at this point, I don't believe they're going to announce another redo of a ride just because it could run into issues with people coming to the park. Of course. Yeah. And you could easily though, still in addition to my thought is have a Muppets dance party. Dance parties are apparently the hot ticket item. When Disney needs something quickly, you just put dance party at the end of an IP word and you are all set. It's it's true. I, and the thing is I mocked the dance parties until I had a child and oh, our daughter. Oh, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And our them. daughter our daughter loves them. Uh, you know, there's just a bunch of kids going crazy and so I get why they like them. Um yeah, honestly looking at this, I like your idea as much as I like mine. Yeah. I do too. Uh, but both of them just rely on sort of a relaunching or a revamping of an IP. And the only reason I even lean lean toward Indiana Jones is just because I just think it's a more relaunchable IP yeah. than the Muppets. I wish the Muppets, honestly, I really do wish there would be something that would come up Muppets-wise that would just be a big hit. Um, right, right. Well, I, I and know. I think you're right. I mean, it's it's the Muppets you can't recast. You know what I mean? And it's too right. late to create new characters, really. I mean, they created one for the Muppets movie with Jason Segel, but I mean, he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna become a main Muppet anymore. Like the Muppets are classic enough, you can relaunch Indiana Jones and recast it. Yeah, you can't just go. You know what? We have ten new Muppets you've never heard of, and people are gonna be like, "Well, I don't, I don't want those Muppets." You know, I want my and, old Muppets. Yeah. but and you, you got to bring argue, new life to them. Yeah, the the characters that the Muppets are on their own, I think are fun. I mean, Gonzo yeah. and you got Fozzie, the uh, like animal. I think I still, I just, I know I said it before. I think animal is hilarious. Like he's just yeah. a crazy rocking Muppet that just does crazy things. I just think they've, it's, it's gotta be a formula with the Muppets that works. and They haven't found one that works in this era, sadly. Um, yeah. Cause their whole contingent point is that they're in a world with humans and they're just, there's not a weird thing there. Right, right. And they just haven't but figured out But they're still how, Muppets. That's what's right, so awesome. That's the yeah. funny thing is like they, they recognize that they're Muppets living in a world full of humans and either way they're not weirded out. Yeah. They just for whatever reason haven't found a a formula that works with it. But um, if, you, if you're asking me what I would rather have, like if, if you're looking at this and say taking relaunchability out of the IPs aside, I would rather have a really funny and awesome Muppet show. Or something Muppets related. I think that's more fun. I think it's more family oriented. I think kids would love it. I think it has way more mass appeal. Yeah. I just, yeah, uh, personal preference. I would like that. I just don't think at this point it's there. Right. No, I can agree with that. Um, what it? What if you blow it all out and you put in more Star Wars and Star Tours connects to Galaxy's Edge? See, and that's the thing that they could do. <laughs> I, know. I mean, I could see it happening. I don't. I, on one hand, I. Without having gone through Galaxy's Edge yet, right. I, I kind of don't want it. Right. But we could easily get into Galaxy's Edge, and it's just the most amazing thing we've ever seen. And there's more Star Wars movies coming, even though they've hit a little bit of a bump of the road here lately. They're announcing not as many and things. But there's going to be more, so they can recover it, you know, of whatever they might have lost in terms of fanfare of the franchise. You could see them saying, we need more Star Wars space, and rightfully so. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would be mad about it. If Galaxy's Edge is as amazing as I think it could be, and it's even more than that, I'm not going to be angry if they say, give us more space and we'll do more awesome stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's very much something they, they might be looking at. They could be biding their time. Um, they, there could be a couple scenarios. They could be biding their time just saying, okay, well, we're going to wait till Galaxy's Edge. If some other IP comes up, we'll put it here. Or if Galaxy's Edge is such a hit, we expand it even further and we take it into this area. Yeah. You know, I, they're probably looking at multiple scenarios would be my guess. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, uh, the canteen is going in Galaxy's Edge, but we don't have a lot of detail on what it's going to offer food-wise. Um, so, I mean, it's possible they could use some restaurant space and have a very inventive restaurant around Star Wars. Um, you can always use a theater. If I'm saying if they didn't actually bulldoze to the ground, if they made use of existing buildings, I mean, you could easily convert and connect these, you know, anybody would still sit and watch a Star Wars 3D show. Yeah. I mean, they flat out would, you know, you could literally do what they have at that, uh, uh, the Jedi, you know, little theater that's over there by where you meet Olaf right now, which kind of gives a whole history and collaboration of all the Star Wars movies. You just make it 3D, move it in there. I mean, so I think there could be an easy conversion to connect those two lands. And then you that's a don't, good point. You don't lose yeah. Star Tours, which is still an excellent ride. And it always will be. I mean, it really will be, you know? Yeah. And they can update it as needed with new scenery. Um, I kind of think that now that you mentioned that, I could kind of see where that would make a lot more sense. Maybe they move some of that Star Wars stuff. That becomes a Star Wars area, but then they do something different with Star Tours. Yeah. And, and I know I've said this before in the one where we talked about Star Tours, but I think the Millennium Falcon ride is going to be so amazing. And it's a motion simulator where it almost on its own is going to make Star Tours just be like, well, why is this here? Right. Right. And it almost because again, I like Star Tours. It's just going to become the other one is so good. You're just going to look at that one and always be like, oh. Yeah, like this was then, this is now. So you could put something fresh where Star Tours is, but put more of the stuff that was by Star Tours down by where Star Wars is already, and you use that theater for, like you said, Star Wars Academy. There's a lot of things you could do with it, and yeah, I kind of like that idea. Even like there's yeah. that's the weird thing about this is I'm sure maybe Disney's looking at this. There's so many scenarios you could play out with this. Um. It just would come into what are they considering putting into the parks in general? Like if there's a list of things of like, okay, we're looking at this, this, and this, um, you know, and where those would fit. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think the two, the two lands that make the most sense, I know this is getting away from this section some, some, but I'm going to bring it back kind of, (laughs) um, I mean, I think a Marvel land, if they can get the rights, even if they can't get the rights, I still think they could work with enough of what they do have theme park rights to. You know, yeah, and, I, and be, I had the idea to put it back here, but I felt like it was too small. I think it's too area. small. And that and that's yeah. what I was gonna say. And same with doing a broader Pixar theme. Like if you did a Monstropolis or you did an Incredibles land, I think this area is too small unless you blow out Muppets three D all the way up to Indiana Jones. Like right. you'd have to blow out that whole section to have the space. So yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking, is that I don't think of putting those here. And just on the other side, basically behind Mama Melrose is where um, they're doing a lot of the construction and some new entrance and, and roadways coming in are. So it's not like they, they're going to blow away that space because they're currently refurbishing it to get more traffic into Hollywood studios. Um, so I think that becomes a big issue is is the actual space. You know, they, they have yeah. the space over on the other ends of the park to do a Marvel land potentially or to do a Pixar land or Incredibles or, or Monsters, Inc. I don't know that they have it here. So they just have this tiny little area that's forgotten i can't tell you the last time we walked into it um i went the last time i went into it was to go to the bathroom yeah 
I do like that bathroom area. That's pretty. It's a nice bathroom. bathroom. But yeah, yeah, that was the last time. And it's never busy because nobody's ever over there. Um, exactly. And and then they have Grand Avenue, which is still baffles me. They're like, let's let's create Grand Avenue, which will literally be baseline tap house and a bunch of storefronts on one side of the road. Just I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it was literally to say, hey, look, make people walk over to baseline so that they can see where the entrance to Galaxy's Edge is going to be, and we get them excited for two years. Um, because they could have done more. Heard, and I don't know. I can't remember where I heard this. I don't know how accurate this is. If this is wrong, you know, just take it for what it is. Um, that when they went to take out the building from Streets of America, that where baseline is in those buildings there, that they couldn't, they couldn't tear those down. There was some sort of structural issues. Uh, well, sci-fi's so for, connected all those. Yeah, and so to, that, for budgetary okay. reasons, they just decided to go with this Grand Avenue. Thing. That, that makes perfect sense if that's true. Uh, if I remember that correctly, this was before we started doing these shows even. Yeah. So, um, but if I remember right, I remember hearing something about that, but that very well could be why they did that was just because they ran into some construction stuff. Okay. That makes but, sense. And I love Baseline Tap House. Like, I'm not Baseline Tap House get rid is of great. It. I'm so and glad it's there. It is <laughs> a weird thing, though, with all those storefronts that they're not really going to do much with them. Right. At yeah. least. And as, it's an interesting entrance now. to Galaxy's Edge. Like, Hey, and I like the feel. It's almost like now we're yeah, it's almost like space. an extension of um, Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. Which I do, which I do like. Yeah, because I like Sunset Boulevard. Which makes me also think: Are they then going to move Sunset Boulevard back to that area, and then that part of the park becomes something different? Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't yeah. like it necessarily. I know, but I do love Sunset Boulevard. Um, yeah. Well, so I I, know, yeah. I, I this is a tough one. Actually, this ended up being harder than I thought. Even though I like both of our ideas. That's the thing. This is the first one I can honestly say. I'm not even totally sold on my idea, and I li- I might like your idea better. But but I thought you I thought you brought up the perfect point when you stated the only reason neither of our, our neither of our ideas are concrete is because these two franchises are in disarray at the moment. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I mean, if the Muppets Most Wanted had been a big hit and another one was in production, if Crystal Skull had been a big hit and we'd either had another one or they'd already announced that Chris Pratt was taken over, whatever. I don't think this would be a discussion. Both of these would be genius ideas. I feel like the only fault in them is you're right. It's just, can you live off an IP that that's, is that old? Um, Because maybe I'm wrong. If Toy Story 4 wasn't coming out and probably five and six and God knows what else, maybe they would have never made a Toy Story land. You know, I mean, that's probably why there isn't a Monsters Inc. land at this moment um now that was that's what we saw somebody posted in the facebook group that there is a monsters inc show coming correct where there was yeah, some news I on think that it, they said they were coming to the streaming service so if which, they revive yeah. that then maybe it makes sense but i i totally get not building off of an ip that was successful it's got to be one that still is and moving forward and i think that's for me personally, that's the only fault in either of our, our ideas but i like both of them a lot i mean i would yeah visit either so, of those lands so given your, between these two IPs, Indiana Jones or the Muppets, which one, all things even, which one would you rather see back there? Man, that's so tough because, gosh, I don't know. <clears throat> I think a balance of something that's just kooky and zany to what Galaxy's Edge is going to be would be nice. Yeah. But you get a little bit of that over in Toy Story Land. Um, see, my thinking is how fun it would be to be in like a Muppets like the courtyard is a Muppets world yeah. where 
randomly, you know, someone in a Muppet thing, a Gonzo yeah. could pop out and be like, yeah, hey. They're just popping they're, out like, of places and interacting with you. I mean, yeah, I, like I think that it could be would so be much really, fun. really, like, I would love that. Yeah. And that would also be something simplistic you could do in terms of streetmosphere. To, oh, to of course. get people's attention on the cheaper side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the original, um, if you if you go back, uh, it was actually Jim Hill and Lynn Testa had done a full episode because they had uh, gained access to some of the plans and some of the documents around the Muppets restaurant that was kind of going to be in play. And if you listen to that episode on the Disney dish, I can't think of any reason somebody would not want to visit that restaurant if they truly created it. I mean, it sounded absolutely amazing i remember um, one yeah I, I vaguely remember that now and you could definitely have some cool creative fun food you know i mean i just think it could be it could be something for everyone i do think that it could bring something like the muppets to the next generation you know i mean again my girls i could go out and be like do you like the muppets yeah do you care if you never see them again yeah eh. i mean like they're not gonna right, care yeah that's but maybe that's it would get them thing. involved <laughs> the ip is like a, a little bit of indifference there yeah. people know about it but they're like oh if you never had the parks would you care they'd be eh, okay i don't know yeah. maybe um, See, that's the thing. You could create a, an amazing restaurant that becomes the draw. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, eat whatever it is, whether it's Muppets or whatever, just have – if it's going to be a pizza joint, just make it a world-class pizza joint. Like, yeah. make it really a draw into itself, and then whatever you put back there to supplement that, even if it's just Streetmosphere Entertainment with the Muppet show going on, like the 3D show, that would be an improvement. Yeah. That would bide you time from Disney's perspective too. That would bide you time and not be as expensive to do a redo if you're just sitting there going, okay, let's, let's milk as much as we can out of the Muppets for as cheap as we can. Uh, to me, that's going to satisfy a lot of people doing that. Yeah, definitely. Um, but as far as an attracting restaurant, now Skipper Tan- Canteen hasn't been what they thought, but I imagine an Indiana Jones restaurant being very similar to that. You know, with world travels, um, yeah. you could have for dessert. I know it wasn't a dessert in the movie, but you could have a monkey brain ice cream <laughs> where they bring out that like monkey head, you know, the golden monkey head and you open it up and it's formed. It's like molded ice cream. That would be awesome. Like sherbet or something. I mean, you can't tell me that wouldn't be so cool. Oh, I would love it. I, I have I'm afraid a feeling the inventive would be... menu would maybe put people yeah. off, but, but if you could be crazy and you could have, yeah, you could have like an appetizer that you call something like bugs, but it's not really, of course. Like, just, I think it could be really, really cool. Um, like, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, which, of course, is is from Indiana Jones, um, is so cool to walk through. And there's all these artifacts and these photos. I mean, there's so much awesome stuff in there. So I could see an Indiana Jones restaurant being a place that I would love, love to go. Yeah, um, that, was, that was what stuck out to me was you could make it a really – you know, you could go higher end on an Indiana Jones restaurant than you could a Muppets. The Muppets yes, doesn't sure. scream to me as having like a higher end – and not that it has to be high end, but like a really nice restaurant. Right. It, you know, unless you just do like a really nice pizza joint. But even then, yeah, I think still, Indiana – yeah. I think Indiana Jones yeah. lends more to that side of things. I would agree with you. I think it would be – you made a Jock Lindsay's bar type of thing in there would be awesome. Yeah, into an entire sit-down restaurant. And then, I mean, really, if you wanted to include Star Tours, you could turn that into a plane ride simulator. You know, yeah, I mean, and, I th- and that would fit Indiana Jones perfect. And, you know, again, it's one, okay, it's one you enter. At the end, you crash. You walk out of this Indiana Jones plane ride, and you're in this this country maybe wherever they've decided to set it exactly 
you know, Egypt or something. Yeah, and then you also include a Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom type interactive game where you're finding artifacts throughout the land. That's a really good idea. That would be cool. See, I'm like now I'm liking your idea better. <laughs> See, I, I I'm on over both. I think I I, the thing is, Let's I think you both. go. I think if we presented this like flushed <laughs> out, like we're we're adding ideas to each other's thing now. We could flush out this thing, and I think it would be a really compelling thing. Because you could be. even do it where it's almost like out of Disneyland when you get off Pirates, you're in that restaurant, yeah, the restaurant that's based off Pirates. You could have it where you get out, and you're like, the restaurant based around Indiana Jones is right there. Yeah. And you yeah. could make like the ride and the land an extension of that ride. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be really, really cool. It would be. I, like I don't this. know what we accomplished, but I think we have uh, two good ideas. Very, very good. Um I think if you use one here, you got to use the other one somewhere. You have to. Yeah. But but the only way that would work, you do Muppets where it's at now, and then you take the Indiana Jones thing, and you put it, as much as I agree, I think it fits better in Hollywood Studios, put it out mm-hmm. in in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, and take over Dino Land. I mean, it does fit still because... It can. Uh, you can yeah, make it fit. And, and sure. you can argue, too, Animal Kingdom can use additionally more attractions like that as right. well so and you could keep the boneyard playground and everything would perfectly fit into an indiana jones theme so you overhaul the carnival the ride you switch out to the indiana jones ride from dinosaur um you'd still have restaurant space there so i i yeah. think they should use both of these ideas i agree wherever they put them <laughs> i agree i like them both so what's your what would be your final vote between the two now i'm gonna we- go muppets i think i'm gonna go muppets i i think i just want that that fun and like you said if they truly put roaming characters um and something that makes it where you all of a sudden kind of walk in and you're just like oh i'm yeah the muppets are just part of this world you know and and they don't even yeah, really I, know there's no difference to it like i really yeah, I think they, like it's that. like an extension of what the move what the thing is it's like muppets are just part of this world they're walking yeah. around there's the bunsen beaker stuff going on yep. like yeah funny enough I I like the Muppets idea better as well. Like I I'm not gonna be mad if they put Indiana Jones, but I right, right. knowing just now th- talking about it, you could put Indiana Jones over in Animal Kingdom. I would I would like to see this, but I know it's contingent upon a, a, a successful Muppets IP. So what I would be doing is knocking on the door of Disney Creative and going, let's get something that works. Like yeah. figure something out, bring in the best writers you can find. Like you can get. I think if you had really great writers you could come up with a concept that works really well. Definitely. Yeah. And use the streaming service as the platform to do it. Right. Yeah. If you can come out with something successful there. Um, so do we, do we change this to keep it, fix it, burn it, Muppets courtyard and dino land? <laughs> Cause I feel like that's where we ended up on. This. <laughs> I think we shifted. See, our ideas are just ever, <laughs> ever growing. They just, yeah. we'll just take over places. Yeah. And, and for people who are listening that maybe are new to this show, if it sounds like we're just hashing all these ideas out for the first time, it's because we are. We are. Um, <laughs> we, we tend to come up with the ideas of, of what episode we're going to record five to 10 minutes prior. Um, we throw some stuff out one sticks and then we're like, all right, we're hitting record in 10 minutes. So at least have, you know, a, a, something you're going to talk about. So there's not dead air and, uh, we kind of just hash it out. And yeah, I think I kind of lived off your idea. You lived off mine and we just, yeah, kind of connected them. And now it's a totally organic thing. Yeah. The whole basis of the show is like you're just joining us for a conversation right like we were literally yeah or we were sitting at jock Lindsay's hangar bar having a show for hoffer and we were like hey what should we do with muppets courtyard hey let's talk about it for an hour and that's i mean we essentially did that (laughs) when we hung out at uh uh the edison yes that's true we just didn't have we just didn't have microphones i know that would have been that would have been a good episode so loud in there it's so hard it was very loud Yeah. yeah 
but yeah that's all i, I you know that's why I, I like this i like this show as it's, it's a different beat from yours and from the captain magic one because it's just very much us just having a conversation which i like that because i i went into this thinking okay i want indiana jones and then by the end of the conversation i have and you didn't even argue against it really i've convinced myself that i like the muppets better and i want to keep it awesome would i keep it fix it right fix it yeah it totally yeah, needs but, a fixing <laughs> yeah this was fun yeah i like that as That's always <laughs> i think we came up i'm gonna send this one to bob Iger. all right well, I think that uh, I think that's a good place to end it. I think we came up with a good solution there for both parks. So we've we've solved two problems at Disney that uh, we'll add to our list of problems solved. I got a board back here. And I'll just mark it down. Okay, and, perfect. Uh, I, I don't know if Bob's paying attention or not, but I feel like somebody is. Some things we've been saying here and there on the show, I see, are happening at Disney. So I don't they, know. I'm just saying they fixed the Star Wars Galactic uh, Dessert Party. So they did. I'm not they saying fixed, I had anything to do with it, but I also fixed, probably had everything to do with it. I think it was all. I think they're at the bottom of the pamphlet. Let's just say credit goes to Jeremy Stein. I, and I will ask if they can add that. Yeah, the pizza Rizzo, like going into yeah. seasonal. We've yep. been on that for like a couple. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Somebody's listening. I they think we're it. insane, and they're just like, let's shut these guys up because yeah, they won't just be quiet. do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, is there anything else uh, you want to mention or add before we close out? No, I think that's it. All right. This was fun. Uh, the only thing I will add, Facebook group, go join it. Mm-hmm. It's a cool place. Uh, and we'll, we've been posting some stuff on the episodes. So if you want to discuss this, if you think this is a terrible idea or a really good idea, that's a good place to put it because yeah. we'll interact in there and you can get tons of... I think the, the poll, by the way, the poll is still going on from the last episode. It is, and it's within one to two votes or tied at any given moment yeah, from and there's our over fantasy like draft episode. Yeah. And there's like 200 comments in there. So it's, it's a good place to insane. have discussions about yep. things that may or may not ever happen at Disney. But uh, you can at least uh, jab at us for. I, it was funny. It, it, it's so funny in that in that poll from last week was we talked about we did our ultimate Disney draft of a park. But no, it's funny because some people were like, "Oh, Jeremy has a terrible park," and then some people were like, "Jared has the worst park I've ever seen." And it, it's yeah. just funny to see the people, you know, the reactions back and forth on that. It but, was fun. And then there were a few comments where I was like, "Oh man, I should have done that." Oh no, I'm good with what I did there. Like it was. Because we got well, to it's relive like any, it. Yeah. It's like your fantasy football draft. You get done and you're like, how do you feel? Like, terrible. Yeah. I, my team's awful. I don't right, know. right. Right. But <laughs> again, he, you and I had almost zero planning time for that episode. So some of our uh, some of our selections were um, a little hasty. Very true. Like, we but it's like any, any time I've ever had a fantasy football draft and I came out of the draft like, I did really good. My team has been awful. Yeah. So I almost feel like when you come out of a fantasy draft and you're like, how'd you do? And you're like, not good. It's usually a good sign. You're like, yeah, it's better. It's better than being overconfident. But, uh, but yeah, join the Facebook group. Just answer the two questions. There's just two that we can make sure you're not a evil bear hybrid robot. That's trying to come in and um, figure out how to attack us. Cause I know their plans and they, mm. they're curious. They usually um, go to Facebook first. So yeah, they do. They know where to go and they've learned how to pass the, uh, what do they call it? The, Recapture, capture, capture. Yeah, yeah. They figured those out. Half the and time, I can't get past that. <laughs> well, what's you ever read the ones where you're like, I says, can't figure out what any of these letters or numbers are. Well, and the now new I'm never ones are my click, account. Yeah, it'll say it'll be like click on all the cars, and you yeah. click on them, and then it says that's not right, and you're going, there's no more cars. <laughs> like, then you reload it, and it's like click on all the storefronts, and you yeah. click on them, and it's still and like yeah. I don't know what to do here. Like, um, I want to give you my information. <laughs> Why are you making I'm, this so difficult? I'm trying to give you money. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, and then we will have a new shirt release this week, and I Yay. think it's a cool one. And I may or may not be wearing it right now if you're watching, but you can't quite see the whole thing, so it's a tease. So there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know, tease on something. So, anyways, uh, well, thanks for Jeremy for joining us or me or whatever. We're we're always here. So um, we will see you guys next week and uh, talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.